0: Welcome to another informative episode of the No Harm Health and Safety Podcast.
1: Hi, I'm Cindy Jamison. I'm the digitalization lead at the Shell-Scotford complex located northeast of Fort Saskatchewan. A lot of the things that we inspect, tank roofs, tops of pipe racks, flare tips, those devices, most of them are up in the air and, and not easy to get to. Now with drones, we're able to get that bird's eye view that we couldn't get before.
0: No Harm is the podcast for health and safety professionals like you. We're here to help you sharpen your professional skills and better understand emerging issues.
1: So we use drones for pre-access platform inspections, for example, Um, we can also use them for security fence line inspections. Um, We use it for emergency response planning and we can also use it in the event of an emergency situation at the facility. And maintenance job planning is another um, really exciting space that we're looking to leverage these drones for as well.
0: Sounds like a great topic, let's get started. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the No Harm Health and Safety Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Marvin Polis. As, uh, as most of our listeners know, I do a lot of work in the energy sector, and one of the companies that I work with a lot is Shell. I'm at the Shell complex right now, which is near Fort Saskatchewan, Alberta, and my guest, or shall I say that... Uh, I'm her guest here at the complex, is Cindy Jamison. Cindy is the digitalization lead here at the Scotford complex. And Cindy, what does that mean?
1: So digitalization is all about leveraging new and existing technology to transform our business and be competitive.
0: First of all, let's set the stage, Cindy. We're here in the administration building. We have this Wonderful panoramic view of the Scotford complex. Tell our listeners what we're looking at.
1: So on the north end of our complex, we have the Shell Scotford Upgrader, and that's where our feed comes in from the Athabasca Oil Sands Mine. And we transition that into heavy or light crude oil, and we sell most of it off to our Scotford refinery, where we produce jet fuel, gasoline, diesel, Um, and most of it's actually sold to the Western Canadian market.
0: And there's a chemicals operation as well, right?
1: Yes, we also have a chemicals facility here as well where we produce a number of chemicals that we sell out to the
0: open market. And then there's the Quest facility as well. Tell us about this.
1: Our Quest facility is fairly new. We take some of the carbon out of our process and we inject it into the ground versus putting it up into the atmosphere.
0: So now obviously as we look out over this panoramic view of of the kit, as you call it, this is huge. There's, There's all of the steel, all of these towers, all of these stacks and high places and this sort of thing you must have all kinds of challenges with respect to inspections
1: absolutely um, many of the the different pieces of equipment that we need to inspect some is at ground level for sure but a lot of the things that we inspect tank roofs tops of pipe racks flare tips those devices most of them are up in the air and, and not easy to get to
0: and of course, this is the topic of today's episode, because we want to talk about how you did that in the past, but you're doing it in a very innovative way now through drones. So so tell me about the before and after.
1: So before, where we used to send a person up in a man basket in a crane or build scaffolding up to a high location to inspect whatever piece of equipment that was, it took quite a bit of time to plan out that activity to construct um, scaffolding for example to get up to that point and then of course the time to be able to do all of that and the exposure of risk to people. Now with drones we're able to do things a lot quicker in that we just launch our drone and we go and take a a bird's eye view in that moment at that time of the piece of equipment and we're able to do so like I said very quickly from the ground um, and we're able to get that bird's eye view that we couldn't get before.
0: So the drones actually fly out there into the kit. They go into the places you need them to go. And the idea is to get uh, very good photographs of whatever situation you need to have a good look at.
1: Yes, all of our drones are actually equipped with high resolution cameras. Um, Drones also have the capability of having other things attached to them. So for example, an infrared camera, um, gas detectors, um, all of which we're looking to also hopefully expand our drone program to include. But at this point in time, all of them are equipped with really high resolution cameras where we can capture photographs or video of whatever we're interested in.
0: So as you said, rather than putting people up into high places, now you send a drone and it's much safer
1: absolutely it's really a a get it right the first time approach to inspection for example so rather than building spending the time to build the scaffolding to get up to that location and the risk that you potentially expose people to in doing that work you can now send a, a piece of equipment up to do that and the time that we would spend before to the time that it's taking now using a drone is exponentially different
0: Now tell our listeners about how you've operationalized this with your internal people learning how to fly the drones.
1: Yeah, initially in the early days when we started to embark on this kind of interest in drones for inspection and and use on our site, um, it wasn't just for inspection purposes, but we also looked at it from a a security surveillance, and and we had a bunch of different use cases that we were exploring. In early days when we were looking into drones and the capabilities that they can give us, we were initially using third-party contractors to perform some of the first flights, so we were really just interested in learning what could they offer for us, and then as we um, went through those proof of concepts and and we captured our learnings, we discovered very quickly that, hey, there's a, a huge opportunity here where we could leverage this in our everyday work. And then as part of our drone implementation program, we've included building that piloting skill for the drones into our own people. And we want to be able to get people excited about the drone system and what it can bring for us and allowing our own people to be part of that in the operation and and learning a new skill and being able to fly and operate a drone has been really fantastic for us.
0: And I would suppose that sometimes you need to fly these drones on very short notice to do a very quick inspection
1: yes for sure we can have operational issues for example or um, change in environmental conditions and we'd want to go and take a look so for example if we had a production upset and we wanted to go and see and inspect a piece of equipment we could do that very quickly we wouldn't have to rely on getting in touch with a third-party contractor and the time it might take for them to get here we can now you know We have a number of pilots that we can pull from, and at their availability, we get out there and get the drone in the sky.
0: Now, as we've mentioned here, you have trained your own people to fly these drones, and you were kind enough to invite me out to one of your training sessions. And at that training session that day that happened to be near the upgrader, I had the opportunity to interview some of your people, and we talked about what was going on. So let's go to some of those comments now. Well, I'm here now with Brandy Dewart at the Shell Scottford Complex near Fort Saskatchewan. Brandy is the site security manager for the facility. There's drone training going on all around us. This is very interesting stuff. You might be able to hear it in the background. Brandy, tell me where did this idea come from?
2: So this idea actually started back when I uh, reached out some of our folks, or my counterparts down in Deer Park. Um, They had actually purchased a drone in order to do some flights of their fence lines and look at uh, tops of tanks and and check on floating roofs, etc. So we took it from there, got a number of different uh, personnel from different parts of the organization involved, trying to determine use cases and looking at opportunities within our own organization
0: where a drone could be utilized. And Brandy, I know that one of the big benefits of drones is related to HSC. Tell me about helicopters and the way you used to do things here at the Scotford complex.
2: We would have brought um, in previous times where we actually were inspecting flare tips and such. We would have brought a helicopter in or we had brought a helicopter in previously in order to capture pictures of our flare tips. Um, so with the drone program that we're implementing here at Scottford or the proof of concept program that we're implementing, we're looking to do this also for the, not just the cost benefit, but definitely from an HSSE standpoint and the risks. So reducing the risks of putting people into a helicopter in order to capture pictures of some of our live running units. It's been actually great. We've had a lot of interest, a lot of people excited to get in and actually be a pilot and or use drones on the site. Um, We're always looking for new ideas of where we could actually apply this technology. It's it's definitely uh, on the mark for the digitalization initiative. Um, It's utilizing that new technology that's out there to bring about new ways of doing business.
0: I'm still here at the drone training session at Shell Scotford and with me now is Mike Foisy. Mike is the Turnaround HSSE coordinator here at Scotford. Mike, I've already talked to Brandy about the HSSE benefits of using drones, but can you tell me more?
3: Essentially we're looking at ways to leverage technology to make either our jobs easier, simpler or safer. From a safety perspective, one of the first things we can do and one of our first lines of control is avoid doing the work with people if we can. So if we need to inspect something at height, if we need to inspect something hot, if we need to go have a look and see if a platform's safe to stand on, we can actually send the drone up first ahead of us to ensure that everything's in a state that it's got to be in for us to put people there eventually. Basically, it gives us the ability to pretty much get anywhere and see anything. By not having people as part of the work equation, obviously your chances of an injury are slim, if not entirely none. And from a get it right the first time risk perspective this gives us the ability to identify the work that has to be done based on data rather than what we think could be wrong with the equipment based on the fact that it's not safe to go up and inspect it while it's in operation historically we'd have uh, made our best guess as to what we thought the repairs could or should be you know and bought equipment materials and lined up vendors based on that here we know exactly what the condition of the flare stack, the flare tip, the platform surrounding the flare look like. So we, you know, we know we can put people on the grating, it hasn't been flame impinged, it's a safe place to work and we know what the nature of the repairs on the tip are going to look like.
0: Still at the drone training session and with me now is David Shaw. He's the Fired Equipment Lead here at Scottford. David, I understand that inspecting equipment that's running can be a big challenge on industrial sites tell me about this
3: so one of the big benefits of drones is that we can take pictures of equipment that's running live so a great example is our flares typically you know a, I don't know, 300 foot flare with a big flame on top that's not something we can access unless the flare is shut down but with drones we're able to to go up and take pictures of it operating live assess the the status of the equipment and work with vendors and show them the uh pictures and uh come up with a more of a condition-based maintenance strategy, and uh, it also helps us prepare for turnarounds because we can see kind of what parts need attention before we go up. Well,
0: Cindy, we're back here in the administration building now, and, you know, it was a really interesting afternoon, and I know that your people were really excited to be part of this training program the drone training program on that day let's talk a little bit more about some of the things that drones can do and things that you're looking forward to maybe as they would apply to other industries
1: so as we've journeyed down our drone implementation we've learned a lot about the various capabilities that come with these drones Um, one of the drones in particular that we've launched in our fleet offers a number of of really interesting pieces of technology with it so for example 3d mapping capability um, where although you're taking a photograph from in the air, you have the capability of rotating that photograph into a 3D type visual. So it could be used for planning work, it could be used for orientating people to the area that they're going to be conducting a piece of maintenance, for example. Drones also have the capability to do thermal imaging, for example, um, thickness measurement monitoring. Um, There's also submersible drones as well. So we're looking at in the next year piloting out some submersible drones in some of our tanks to be able to do live tank inspection that we would need to actually take a tank down um, to do full maintenance to be able to accomplish that.
0: And then uh, what about volumetrics?
1: yeah so um, some of these drones actually have the capability to produce volumetric so i know that in the external construction industry um, they fly drones in open pit mines as well um, and they're able to say for example scan a gravel pile and it could tell you approximately the volume of gravel that's sitting there so really cool and unique things that are coming out in this space and i'm sure that we're only going to continue to learn more about how we can leverage that inside of our space here at the shell scotford site
0: And then, Cindy, what might be some of the other things that you're using the drones for?
1: So we use drones for pre-access platform inspections, for example. Um, We can also use them for security fence line inspections. Um, We use it for emergency response planning, and we can also use it in the event of an emergency situation at the facility. And maintenance job planning is another um, really exciting space that we're looking to leverage these drones for as well.
0: So all of these things that we're talking about are really applicable to many, many industrial sites.
1: Absolutely. I think that um, drones are really becoming popular, not just from a, a personal standpoint, you see a lot of people going out and purchasing them for themselves, um, but other industries like um, the construction industry, um, even the agriculture industry, a lot of farmers are using them for crop inspection and that sort of thing. So uh, I think the the opportunities are endless. And as people learn more about what drones are capable of doing, um, the use cases and the the capabilities of how people will bring them into their business is just going to grow.
0: So clearly there is a lot of potential for drones. We're just starting to scratch the surface, really in terms of of productivity and that sort of thing. Uh, But let's end on the thought of health, safety and environment. Again, what are the benefits?
1: The benefits are really um, removing exposure to people and also, you know, just our ability to be a safe distance from something. So for inspection purposes, for um, security surveillance and for emergency response activities as well.
0: Well, great. This is an intriguing endeavor that you're involved in, Cindy. Thank you so much for having me as your guest today at the Scotford Complex.
1: You're welcome. And and I hope that you come back again because I'm sure I'll have a lot more to share next time.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the No Harm Health and Safety podcast. Before we sign off, I'd like to mention some other news. My team is piloting a new service to help municipalities, corporations, and associations crowdsource solutions to their business and industrial problems. So if you have a problem looking for a solution, you may want to shout it out at shoutmyproblem.com. As for the podcast, be sure to join us next time. And a reminder that you can subscribe to us for free on SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The No Harm Health and Safety Podcast is a production of Stimulant Strategies and Media Productions. You can learn more about us at Stimulant.ca. All the best, everyone, and stay safe.